everyone. Welcome to another episode of Lessons Learned Podcast, the dumbest thing I've ever done with money. My name is Suzanne, and I'm the head coach at Grace Financial Coaching. I am so excited to welcome my friend Candace Dorsey today. Candace is the host of Hello CS Dorsey podcast, and she is a podcast producer and consultant. I cannot wait to hear about the dumbest thing that Candace has ever done with money. Hey, Candace, how are hey, you? Hey, Suzanne, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. It's so <laughs> good to see you again. Yes, so, tell you. us a little bit about your podcast and your podcast production business. So, I'm so happy to talk about this. So, my podcast is the Hello Steel Sorcery Podcast, and I've been doing it now since 2019, coming up on almost 110 episodes. We're really excited, and we interview entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, and we give them tips and tricks on, you know, how to basically get started. And yeah, and also I help entrepreneurs launch their podcasts as well, business owners who want to get started and who want to just basically have another platform to share their voice and get their message out there. So that's basically what I do. So exciting. <laughs> so prior to the pandemic, what would you have said to an entrepreneur, a coach, someone starting a business? What prior to the pandemic, what would you have told them about starting a podcast? I would definitely say get started to build your audience. And that's very important. Building an audience. I mean, I can go all the way back from when I started writing my book and I wrote it with no audience and I had no one to share it with. And that was kind of like a, a mistake on my part because I didn't understand that I actually needed somebody to actually read the book and like me. So so <laughs> you want to definitely build an audience, start giving, you know, tips, daily tips, whatever it is that you know, let's say tutorials, different things like that. You can actually talk on your podcast about that. So that's what a lot of people don't realize. And they're like, well, how am I going to actually like uh, teach people through audio? But that's actually the best way because people attention spans is like that. That's it. Like they'll go on your website, they're out of your website. And I tell people all the time, I did website design as well. People stay on your website 30 seconds, so you better capture their attention. So it's the same way. So people want to listen to you in their ears while they're picking up their kids, while they're cooking. They don't have time to actually like sit in front of a computer and actually like, or their phone and actually like, you know, listen and learn. They like mm -hmm. to listen and learn on the go while they're walking their dog or something like that. So yeah, it's very, I, very powerful. I love what you just said about people looking at, I, I actually probably need to write that down. So people looking at your website, because I actually did some career development work when I was in college. I was there. I actually worked in the career development office for three years. They tried to hire me out of college <laughs> and the back then, so this is like 2005, I'm dating myself. The standard knowledge was that someone looks at your resume for 13 seconds. And as I went through like the corporate workforce, that lowered to seven seconds. And so your comment about that you've got 10 seconds to capture these people's attention on a website, that's your resume if you're a business owner, is kind it's of your website. That's such great advice. I think that is, that's huge. That's huge. That's just such a realization for me. So now post pandemic, with everyone and their mother having started a Facebook live show, a YouTube show, guilty as charged, a podcast post pandemic, what would you tell somebody if they said, 
you know, everyone has started a podcast. No one wants to hear from me. There are so many options out there now. What would you tell that person? I will say, yeah, there is. But here's the thing. There are a million or so blogs that's been created. Podcasting is still low on the toting plate. Like people are, are going live. But the thing about going live is everybody is, you know, fixated on their appearance but it does get really good yeah yeah they are (laughs) it does get really good engagement but podcasting I love it because I could be in my pajamas and I can have an interview with someone and then that's it I'm done and then I could go back to bed or I continue watching what's my favorite show (laughs) the law and order SUV So that's the beauty of that's the power of it. And I also teach how to market it as well, how to get listeners starting to listen to your podcast and no, not your mom and dad. So I also teach that as well. But it, it is a great way to get and capture another audience to listen to you, to be able to follow you. And you could do anything with a podcast. You could have a a summit. You can do live coaching sessions or podcast recorded coaching sessions with your students. You can have somebody come on and give a testimonial about what you did or do. You can do have guests that's in the same niche that you're in. It is so many different things you could do with podcasting. And I love it so much. I love it. Yeah, I think one of the one the biggest thing I hear is and you just rattled off like 10 things, right? But one of the things that I hear from other coaches specifically in my space is I don't know what to talk about. I don't know who to interview. I don't know what people want to read and it's like it, the experience if the Kardashians taught us anything, it's that people are really interested in people's daily lives and day-to-day processes and what they're doing and what I can glean from this other person and what they're doing. So I always tell other coaches that I talk to, like, if you're at the grocery store and something crosses your mind and you're thinking about it, there's somebody else in that grocery store thinking about the same thing. So if there's two people in one grocery store talking about the same thing, there's going to be a whole bunch of other people who could get a hold of your podcast or your live or your interviews or your blog, and they're thinking the same thing too. It's, it's totally the truth. Like when I started off, I had my, my cell phone. I, I was on my cell phone. Hi, everybody. This is Candace. I, <laughs> I mean, and I was interviewing people literally on my phone during my lunch hour because I was in the early stages and I didn't quite get the tech, understand the tech, you know, at first. But now that I do, I go into my little closet downstairs that is so soundproof. And then when I'm doing my solo episodes, I'm like, Hey everyone, this is Candace and no more than five or 10 minutes. That's, that's all you need. You don't have to sit and talk for hours or, you know, long for 30 minutes. When you're doing a solo episode, you can give people a quick win, 10 minutes. You can do five minutes. That's fine. People be like, okay, wait, this is a little bit too short, but maybe 10 or 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And give somebody a quick win and that's it. And you don't have to be on there long. And you can actually, in one hour, you can like pump out four episodes right there. It's your first four episodes right there. And, you know, I I also teach people, you know, how to come up with different ideas on your first couple of episodes. I always call it your first four, your first couple of episodes, and then how to create ideas and what to talk about from there on. 
Oh, I love that. Yeah, continuing yes. content is is very difficult for a lot of people. So that's yes. that's hugely helpful. Yeah. So Candace, I created this show specifically to help people realize that while we all make financial mistakes, we can learn from somebody else's experiences so that we don't make those same mistakes, right? So right. Candace, what is the dumbest thing you have ever done with money? Okay, so people are probably like, well, Candace, this isn't dumb. <laughs> but to me, it was. So uh, I didn't, I didn't finish school. I didn't finish college. Like I didn't finish community college and it was so long. I'm the type of person like, I don't want to do this for a long time. It's like, I'm going to be getting my two year degree in four years after I do all these prerequisites. I was like, no, I don't want to do that. So I was so dead set on getting my degree, getting at least associate's degree, just so I can make my mom proud, just to say I, I actually did it. So I went through university of Phoenix to get my associate's degree. I'm so happy I did the prerequisites at another community college because I only had to do it like in a year, year and a half. So mm. I was like, okay, this is cool. So I went ahead and got my degree online, University of Phoenix. It was the best thing for me because I actually really excelled in it. I got like really good grades in it. Got a really good G overall GPA and everything. But the thing of it is when I told my my boss at the time because I still work for a financial institution finance <laughs> when I told my boss at the time he said I said I'm getting ready to get my associate's degree I'm getting ready to graduate what's the next step for me you know what he told me oh you don't get promoted for getting you know having your degree it just looks good on your resume I was like oh okay so I went ahead and I finished off and I came to the realization that I didn't get my promotions based on my degree. I got my promotions based on me shadowing other people, learning the job, doing it, like, you know, practicing it. And then that's how I got promoted because people say, oh, yes, she can do it. It was not my degree at all. It was not. Man, and so such a timely conversation, right? Because we are finally seeing that swing back in America, kind yes. of pushing against the whole, you need a four-year degree, you need a six-year degree, you need a master's, you need an associate's. It, it's so sad to me that there are HR people who will freely admit that the only reason it says bachelor's degree required is so that it cuts down on the number of applications they get. See that. that makes me so sad to that. And it is so true. So I've been in my job maybe about 16 years or so. And I would say five years in, I got promoted, went to another department, two or three years in, I became supervisor. So in a 16 year period, having my associate's degree, having the experience, the only notch that I've ever gone up was being a supervisor. Now I'm not a manager. I have a, a degree. I have the experience, 16 years, but I'm still struggling to become a manager. Even though I'm a supervisor and I do manager duties, I'm mm -hmm. still struggling to become a manager. And they're still not recognizing that. You know, right. so the thing of it is I tell people, at, okay, so let me go back to how much money I spent on my my. <laughs> fluff degree i spent twelve thousand dollars on it okay do you know that it's i uh, after 10 years i was still paying on that oh yeah yeah and a lot of people that happens to a lot of people i distinctly remember having a boss myself when i'm still in the corporate world 
she was a little more old school. She wasn't too much older than me, but she was still, her student loans were so old that she got a pass book. I don't even know if you know what I'm talking about. It was like a, wow. literally a book where you tore the pages out and you mailed that little piece of paper in with your check to pay on your student loan. She, she didn't have an online student loan account. This was only like nine years ago. So this is not that long ago. You, she, she easily could have had an online account, but for whatever reason, this student loan was so old that she didn't. I remember the day she pulled that last piece of paper out of that passbook and put the check in the envelope and looked at me. And she goes, I am over 40 years old and I am just now paying off my student loans. See that? Yeah. See that? Exactly. I, I tell people, I say, oh, if you go to my website and about me, I say it's a scam. <laughs> I say it's a scam because like my mom say, unless you're becoming a doctor, engineer, lawyer, scientists, biology, anything in those fields, yeah, you would need a degree teacher. You would need a degree for those things. But other things, I am a firm believer in, you know, if you want to move up, you need to get with people, network with people that's doing what you want to do. And then you need to shadow them. You need to practice it. You need to put it into play. And then whenever that position come up, you can say, hey, I want that position because guess what? I know how to do it. I know what needs to be done. And that's what happened with me. My first time I got promoted, I, for six months, I was actually doing what the loan officers was doing. I was helping the members. I would go over there. I would sneak over there on the other side because I work in in a financial institution. So you had to tell her when you had the loans people. So I would sneak over there and help the members open their accounts, do their loan applications. I did this for six months. And do you know my manager at the time, whenever they were short staff, they will call me and say, Candace, we need you to cover over there. They was literally asking me after a while, asking me to cover that side when they were when people were out sick. So I will go there and cover that side, literally. So and my paperwork starting to pile up because you know they keep paperwork and everything. <laughs> But after a while, I applied for that position and I did the interview. They gave it to me because it was like, you know, you had six months in experience. But the kicker in this is they have a base salary for that particular position. He said, I'm giving you an additional like I think it was like a dollar or two because you've been doing this position for six months. I love that. And you know what? That's a manager that really appreciated and recognized what we were doing. And Laura is commenting experience and talent are vital. Not all degrees are. And I got to put this comment back up from Beverly that she said earlier, so many people deep in student loan debt, working jobs that they could have done with no degree. I love it. This is like really, really touching people today. It's so true. And it's just the fact that you've been in this, realm for 16 years really it's not like this is a conversation with someone who said i didn't get a degree and i've jumped around between eight million jobs look at the consistency you have i mean yeah so that twelve thousand dollars i'm sure mom was proud for a couple minutes and you were like relieved that you were done but man that is that's a big pill to swallow when now you've experienced life and you're like i could have done this without that twelve thousand dollar debt yeah that is yeah that's so true. And to and she was when I was younger, of course, your parents are like, you need to go to school, you need to go to school, you need to go to college and everything. She was really dead set on that. But after I got the degree and knowing what I'm 
knowing what we know now and we go to church right. and everything and you know the lord has definitely been blessing us now she's at the point where she's like don't know why i really need no degree anymore huh i'm like mm, no so now i don't even get it anymore like am i going to go and get my ba you know or so go higher no no that conversation is dead now so parents yeah. out there who, you know, who's like, I want my kids to go to college and everything. You may want to just let them, you know, see what it is that they want to do. If they do want to go to college, all for it. If they don't, have them say, okay, take some little training skills here and there. Or go on LinkedIn, learn some skills, shadow someone who they want to become. Do that, especially online. Like, people who don't have a degree is getting paid, like, what? six figures every month or something weird like that. I'm trying to get there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> there's a, there's a, a podcast that I listen to and the, it's not, the, it's not this particular guy's podcast, but he's the executive producer. And yeah. the guy whose podcast it is constantly mentions the executive producer and says, you know, the executive producer, so-and-so never went to college. Meanwhile, the guy who's doing the podcast went to college, went to law school because he was an attorney for a short period of time, but he hammers home over and over. Our executive producer is making more money than me, as he should be, and he never went to college. He never spends a day in college. And yeah. so that always sticks with me as well, too. The uh, Laura also made a great point. Trade schools are fabulous, too. Yes. And like you said, you can go. So Microsoft, Google, they offer these like free courses now. So if, this, if we're talking to parents, have your kid go online and just Google these courses and, and take them for free and see if this is what they want to do. And then if they say... I think I do want to go to college. Well, then yes. let's start with community college. Let's start with an associate. Let's not make this giant leap into a four-year private school like That's I right. did. That's <laughs> right. Exactly. And say, okay, let's spend our money at a trade school, at, an, at a community college, and see if it's right for you. Exactly. Because if it's not, then the, the damage is minimal. It's true. Damage and I want to tell you, parents, your kids don't know what they want to do. They say yep. they want to do X, Y, Z. I think I've changed 10 million times what I wanted to do. And I'm still changing what I yeah. want to do. You right. know, I'm at, a, I'm at a job right now where I'm just, I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, it's time for me to transition. I'll do my own thing. So that's what I'm working towards. But I'm at a job where I'm like, it's a job and it's paying the bills. That's it for me. As far as career, people will be like, oh, you guys you have a really good job and you have benefits and it's stable. But yeah, do you realize what miserable poop I have to <laughs> can I say poop? Yes, you <laughs> can I say poop. Go through. <laughs> people don't realize what I have to go through. I right. had well, it's not your forever career. It's, it's not, not your forever job. It's not your forever no. career. And Dwight also makes a great point here. We forgot to mention this. Apprenticeships. I saw your I saw your correction, Dwight. I know you meant apprenticeships. It's <laughs> another <laughs> great way. But that's kind of what you were doing, wasn't it? Yeah. When you were, oh, Beverly, you're so funny. I was 53 before I found my true calling. All right, Candace, you got some time, girl. <laughs> you got some time. <laughs> oh, plenty of time now. <laughs> Thank you, Beverly. That is, this is a great conversation. So I just have to, before we wrap up, I have to give myself a little bit of marketing. If you guys go to Candace's podcast, Hello CS Dorsey podcast, 
I am her longest episode ever. Because if it hasn't become apparent, her and I can talk for a while. <laughs> yes, what was it? yes. Is that an hour and a half? It was the record. Hour and a half. Yep. That was and my we, record record podcast. Is the longest I remember one, sitting there. Gold. Yeah, and I remember it's sitting gold. here and saying, how did we get started talking about thrift stores? Where am I now? What, what, <laughs> what were we supposed to be talking about? <laughs> so check out Candace's podcast, Beverly. Yes, it'll be in the comments. It's in the comments right now. And Tracy has one parting comment. I had college shoved down my throat all through middle school and high school. I felt ashamed when my friends got degrees and I was serving tables. Now I have my own business and no student loans. Love it, Tracy. Love it. Yeah. So everybody check out the comments for all of Candace's links. And you guys can, I want to say thank you to Candace for sharing her, what she deemed to be a financial blunder. And I think a lot of people agree with you, Candace. I think that was just very smart on your part to, to hindsight being 20s, 20 say, I probably wouldn't do that again. Yes. I probably wouldn't do that again. Yes. Great job, Nick. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you again to Candace. Join me next week for another episode of Lessons Learned, the dumbest thing I've ever done with money. See you guys later. Bye-bye. Thanks again to our guests for their honesty and for sharing their financial blunders with us. Join me again next week for another episode of Lessons Learned Podcast, the dumbest thing I've ever done with money. Make sure to subscribe to the Grace Financial Coaching YouTube channel and please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts.